0: Hello. Welcome to the premiere episode of Tripping Your Friends, a travel podcast. My name is Curtis, and I'm very excited that you're giving this a listen. Before I bring out today's guest, I want to tell you a little bit of, of what this is all about. We're in a very difficult, crazy, and surreal time in the world right now. We're all mostly confined to our homes. We can't really see our friends, and we definitely can't travel. So now more than ever, my mind is thinking about the places that I've been and the places that I want to go. And I've got a long list. Some of you are facing the reality that your summer vacation plans might be postponed. They might not happen. I'm actually probably a week or two away from canceling a family trip to France. And that's a really tough beat, particularly when I know that it's going to be hard for us to find another time to go this year. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and, and the host said, if there's something that you've been wanting to do, whether it be read a book, write a play, get to a project at home, anything like that, now is the time to do it. And so while I'm still working every day, and a particularly tough time at work, the sentiment of his statement really resonated to me. Now is the time to do that thing that you've been putting off. And so I've been wanting to do a travel podcast for a long time. And I felt like this is the right time to finally give it a shot. And this makes me nervous being completely honest with you. I'm nervous to put myself out there. I'm nervous to try something that's not going to be perfect the first time. And, and I know that it may take some time to really figure this whole thing out and, and to get to a point where it's super engaging, but I hope that, um, this shows my intention to, to really work at it and to, to deliver something that hopefully you find interesting, but this is something that I've always wanted to try. And so here it goes. The conceit of tripping with friends is very simple. I'm going to talk to my friends about the places that they've been to. That's it. It's pretty straightforward. So whether it's a friend that's castle hopped in Germany or a friend that's just got back from Cinderella's castle in Orlando, I want to talk to my friends about their experiences, why they chose to go to the destination, the insider tips that they have, the food to drink that they can't stop dreaming about. So hopefully this short podcast proves to be something that's helpful to you and inspires you to go to somewhere new or to see a seemingly tired location in a different light. Thanks for being here and going along with me on this journey. So we are back with my friend Brandy. Uh, Brandy is uh, someone that we've worked together for a number of years. We're obviously friends. Welcome, Brandy. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks for having me. Uh, you are welcome. So we we have a love, a shared love for travel, and we also have somewhat of a college football rivalry. Although you always come out on top a little bit more than than we do.
1: Not this past year, but we won't talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> right.
0: So Brandy, you recently went to Bath, England. Is that correct? Yes. What, so tell me about Bath. Why why did you put it on your list and why should others put Bath on their travel list?
1: Well, for me personally, I'm a lover of history, as is my husband. We both love history and I love architecture. And so just the opportunity to see a city with beautiful Georgian architecture and Roman history um, was something that really excited me.
0: And so Bath is located pretty near to London is that right
1: yeah it's about an hour and a half west of London um, you can take a train from London Paddington and be there in like an hour 20
0: super easy yeah so yeah. I, I I will admit that I have also been to Bath so so we we have a shared uh, a shared love for that as well and and you're right about the architecture um, it's it's qu- kind of quintessential Georgian. British architecture. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> so if you think back to your trip to Bath, is there is there a moment or a, an experience that is standing out to you uh, now that you've completed it?
1: Yeah, definitely. We traveled over Thanksgiving week, which is an excellent time to travel because there are hardly any crowds. And the locals were actually setting up their stalls for the holiday market. Oh, wow. And we got to see all the Christmas decorations and we actually got to experience the market with the locals before it opened to the public. So that was, that was really cool. Um, also there was a giant Christmas tree in front of Bath Abbey that was,
0: um, really beautiful. So that's that, that kind of holiday, uh... The
1: holiday, the coziness, it's such a, um, it's a city, but it's a very walkable city and a very cozy city. And I think um, with the Christmas preparations in place and just the, you know, the the early evenings made it, um, I don't know, it definitely got us in the, the Christmas
0: spirit. <laughs> well, I think that's something, the more that I travel, um, the more I'm starting to pay attention to the cities that are about the size of Bath like to me that size and even smaller is is resonates more to me these days than the Londons as much as London is a great place to go I I like the accessibility of of a place like Bath if you could how long were you in Bath was that the was that your destination or were you hitting other places as well
1: We, we hit other places we were actually only in Bath for three days okay and Then we went to Windsor for one night and then to London. Okay. And I think if I had to do things differently, I would definitely spend more time in Bath. I didn't get to check all the items off my list. So we will hopefully be going back in the near future.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So, so, what was maybe one thing that you met, that you would like to do um, that you missed out on last time?
1: Um, we didn't get to do the Jane Austen Museum or the Bath Assembly Rooms, and I really wanted to go to the Bath Assembly Rooms. But the group I was with really wanted to see Stonehenge, so we ended up hiring a private driver for a day to drive us to Stonehenge and through the Cotswolds. Um, which both were lovely, but I would have rather spent the day in in Bath.
0: So that's something that we should note to the listeners is that this is kind of Jane Austen country, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One of the things we did, and I would highly recommend doing this, is a walking tour of Bath. And every day at 10 a.m., the mayor of Bath um, has an honorary group of tour guides that give free tours to the public. Um, Our guide was excellent. He was a local and he really knew his history um, and his Jane Austen history. Mm -hmm. And he ended up taking us on a two and a half hour walk. The walk is typically about an hour and a half, but he spent two and a half hours with, with us and we walked all over the city of Bath and we spent a good time outside of the um, assembly rooms, um, but we, we didn't actually have time to go in.
0: That's awesome. We did the same thing. And yeah. it, it is a great way to to really see it, see it from the perspective of a local. Oh, yeah. Just, and walking is always the best way to see a city. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the categories real fast. It, okay. It, uh, to, so you have to would be the first one. Is that um, something that you just can't miss, even if it's touristy?
1: Okay, for sure, the Roman baths. Um, we definitely wanted to visit the Roman baths, but we loved it way more than we even expected. And the great thing about going in November is the sun sets early, like four mm. o'clock early. So we were able to get in the baths. It was daylight. We took lots of great pictures outside. And then by the time we made it to the actual pool, the main pool, the torches were lit, so oh, wow. it, it just made it, it the ambiance even better. So, um, for sure, don't miss the Roman baths. The,
0: it, it, as an American, it is always kind of mind-blowing how old things are. Right, because something or something here is 100 years old. We, you know, this is historic. But right. there, you're in you're in something that was built. You're by
1: immersed. God. You're immersed in the history. And the other thing that just always amazes me is the vastness of the Roman Empire, and how we've been to many cities in Europe. Um, you can stand outside of Notre Dame in Paris, and there are Roman ruins beneath. You have Roman ruins in Halstatt, Austria. Um, and, and in London and Bath. Um, and then you have Hadrian's wall in the North. So it, it just amazes me, um, the vastness of of the Roman
0: empire. All right. Next one. So the local, what is your insider tip to something unique to experience in Bath?
1: Okay. So I would say definitely stay in an apartment. We rented, um, a, it was a Georgian apartment um, in an old Georgian building and it it was great. So we were traveling with another couple and it ended up costing us maybe a hundred pounds per couple per night. Wow. And we were five minutes from the train station and walking distance to all of the main attractions. So to me, that's my local tip because it's always fun to live like a local to mm. go to the local markets and shop and then at least have breakfast like a local so.
0: right and that I mean hundred dollars a night I mean that is super easy yeah and um, it, you're, you're not going to find anything less expensive that you'd actually want to stay in for yeah. sure um, okay so let's let them eat cake Uh, Food is important to me when I travel. Was there a food item or experience that uh, really stood out to you in Bath?
1: So unfortunately, I didn't have the bath bun. And Curtis, I know you've had a bath bun. Oh, I love a Um. bath bun. (laughs) (laughs) But we had afternoon tea at the Pump Room, which is a very historic restaurant um, and meeting room. Um, Again, also Georgian. Um, it's also famous because you can taste the the bath spring water and when we were there the spring was not working so wow the taste of bath water Um, but we did have wonderful afternoon tea and it was a great experience we had the bath trio playing in the background and it was just a really nice experience Um, and then the other place I would Uh, recommend is the scallop shell it has lots of fresh seafood and of course we had fish and chips with mushy peas fantastic
0: gotta gotta get the mushy peas (laughs) yeah you know the the afternoon tea uh, is something that is is always delightful whether you're in um, a local type place or you're in a fancy hotel my experience has always been I'm glad I did that Oh yeah, yeah. and I, I don't even really care for tea, but the um, the pastries and the sandwiches and and or champagne, if you want to go that direction, um, is always nice. So I, I we we try to make sure we we do that on at least one of our stops when we're in England for sure. Uh, good tip, uh, and then uh, lastly, maybe uh, let's let's talk about drinking. So sh- cilancha, yeah. What what what's you drinking when you're in Bath? of course a G and
1: So no, we, we found lots of cute little pubs and baths, but one of our favorites um, is called the hideout and it's hmm. op- owned and operated by two millennials and it, they have a passion for whiskeys and craft cocktails. And um, it's located near um, the Roman baths. I can't remember exactly where, you can look it up on Google Maps, yep. but a um, really cool location. Um, you walk in, you walk downstairs, it's a very nice, cozy space, um, and their music selection is a little crazy, so we we listened to lots of 90s music and a little rap thrown in. Oh, wow. It was Sounds very awesome. different, but it was a great experience. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Well, uh, I, I don't think Bath would, be, would disappoint anyone. I think there's, there's enough of, of um, history and contemporary and uh, of, uh, the culinary side. I think it's a great place to go. So um, I think this is the perfect uh, destination for us to start this podcast with. So thank you, Brandy, for being a part of, uh, of, of this, this episode.
1: You're welcome, Curtis. Thanks for having me. It's
0: always good talking with you and that's it the first episode of tripping with friends a travel podcast is in the books thanks for listening thanks to brandy for being here this is curtis and i look forward to bringing you a new episode again soon